Ah. Oh, yes. So, so Gwen. Gwen's, Gwen's cult. So, Gwen's moving on. Moving on to what? What does that mean? In the cult-like sphere, and she's creating this audio prayer, okay? Is and it as good as the one that she did for us? It's better. It's, it's awesome. It's yeah. awesome. So, anyway, yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> I was just checking. So, it's mostly uh, I am the seed, but it's done... Uh, yeah, in different ways. And so she wanted a following, you know, so she'd be like, I am the seed. And so she wanted, or actually, so I need to do this in a falsetto. I am the seed. That makes more sense. Yeah, like that. Better. And then she want us to follow along, okay, to, as her acolytes or whatever, okay? She asked you to follow along. Yeah, well, they wanted a man's voice, a, a good man's voice. So we were like, I was, you know, like, she'd be like, I am the seed. Oh, that was, that and was, I'd be like, that was almost I like being pompous a little seed. bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, you know, I want to breed. And, you know, Is that really the words? <laughs> no, I'm just messing around with that part. But anyway. That would have been so good, Thor. That would have been, really been so good. So what I'm saying is that I was following along. I was being the good follower. Grace was there. Gwen would be like, I am the seed or I, in the falsetto. And she'd be like, Grace would be like, I, I am the seed. <laughs> you know? And I'd be like, you're supposed to follow along. That's that's what being in a cult means. You're supposed to follow the leader. And Grace is like, oh, I don't care. I think you can do it any way you want to. <laughs> and so she makes a really poor cult follower. Just, I couldn't believe it. There's no variation on this. You just yeah. do what we freaking say. You do it the way the leader does it. Gwen's not a very good cult leader then. Is that what you're saying? Because she didn't enforce she, it? She didn't enforce it. So, yeah, Gwen, Gwen does have some trials ahead of her as cult leader. <laughs> I got the essential oils. Minus one. Oh, mm-hmm. shoot. But I got the essential oils, and I'm putting them on my feet right now. As we speak. As we speak. It, that, you know that smells... And the smell makes me think of my childhood. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of my, my parents' house. Oh, yeah. They always smelled like weird... Weird yeah. herbs. Like the herb shop. Oh, yeah, herb I, at shop. first I was thinking that the smell was your feet combined with the odor, but no, it's just the odor. It's Com- just the manuka oil. The yeah, odor. this is kind of like it's like it's very musky. It's a woody tea tree oil. Yeah. But I'm I'm putting it on my feet and massaging it in. How about if they found out that the icing from a moon pie was actually the only real cure for <laughs> athletes foot. And you had them just 10 feet away from you and you didn't even try it. I'd be squishing my toes in moon pies. I'm going to do it right now, just just in case. <laughs> Maybe we should do our own OnlyFans, but it's only, it's only moon pie smashing videos. <laughs> I didn't know. I... I feel kind of sorry for the people that would be <laughs> buying that, you know? This is a service. Like, I mean, you're not corrupting people. I mean, if you're going to, if you're doing it on OnlyFans, it's not people who are totally innocent that are going to be your customers. Can you give me some flaxseed oil, Thor? You better believe it. I am so excited to try this. And every week, we're going to update you on how my toenails look. In Should fact, take let's photo. take a picture. Okay. Ugh, do I want this on my camera? <laughs> it, it might infect it. <laughs> okay. So my son had an ingrown toenail, and he would not go to the doctor mm-hmm. over it. And it was just getting more and more swollen, and pus was coming out. I've had that before. Yeah, I've, I had I've on, actually done a little bit of self-surgery surgery a, a time or two. I So it was really bad, and I accidentally stepped on it, and he... Oh swore at me he had never done that before he's like mother anyway um but he was asleep and his phone was unlocked and so i just took a picture of his toe close up and and i wrote will someone tell me if i should go to the doctor and i posted it on facebook all right with his this Facebook account? And on his Facebook account. And he had so many people concerned about it that he actually went. And so it totally works. That, that's the best. This is the best story corner today, okay? That is good. I love that one, Nathan. He was well, super mad at me. Oh, I bet. All of I bet. these, like, 
20 messages of, uh-huh. you should go to a doctor now. Why haven't you gone to a doctor already? Anyway. <laughs> uh, I want to tell you, I watched the Barbie movie. Okay. Uh-huh. And? It was okay. I don't think they hit it right. They really? didn't hit the, the naivety uh, of, of make-believe with reality. Huh. There was too much crossover in reality of being not real. You know what I'm saying? Huh. The crossover wasn't quite right. Hmm. Anyway, I... that, that was my thought on it. I mean, it was an okay film. I wouldn't watch it again. But the worst part, and it got How me... How was your blood sugar? Right now? No, at when you watched it. That was fine. Okay. You but the work. worst part was when she's talking about... Why it's hard to be a woman, basically, and the things that they have to deal with. And every single thing that she was saying, I feel like men have to deal with that, too. Mm -hmm. And we deal with it maybe a little bit differently. And obviously there are there is still sexism and all that stuff, whatever. But I did not feel one iota of sympathy for this lady. And she was like going off complaining and the part that got me the most angry was when she says and men and when they they say they want us to be healthy what they're really saying is that we want they want us to lose weight that's all it is not that they want us to be healthy i almost screamed at it and said you effing bitch what <laughs> because i wasn't expecting that. how in the hell what else can I say to my wife to get her healthy? And I don't care about her weight. That is not the thing. It's her being able to go on a hike without us having to turn around. Without something like that happening. Sorry, not my wife. I'm not supposed to say that. Um, and, you know, whatever. She can last as long as me or longer than me now. She does a lot of hiking. But how on earth am I supposed to tell her, I want you to be able to go on a walk with me every single day? after you're done with work because you you can't handle it you know hmm. how how can i say that without coming off as oh you just want me to lose weight oh you're just an, you're just an a-hole you just think that i'm heavy no maybe your weight has something to do with it do you think most well i don't think most people think think that you don't you, think that that's like that well if you are saying it depends on how you say it right i uh, there is no way. Why the hell can't I encourage her to get healthy? There, it's it makes me want to scream so loud. But are you screaming? Are, are you mad that it's the truth it's, or that it's isn't? not true at all? No, I don't care about the weight. Yeah, no, I I know what you're talking about, and what I want to know is, is that the prevalent view on? how men really think or is that just a movie where someone's mouthing off and we're supposed to roll our eyes a bit was it meant to be taken seriously as in a blanket statement that's how Uh, men think it was no i mean this is it was kind of like hey this is a common thing that that women deal with and this is the thing that got barbie got all the barbies back into their mojo because at first they were in power and then kins took over and they're like following along like Hey, oh yeah, this is great. Men are in charge of everything. Where before the Barbies were in charge in Barbie land. With it, it's kind of like, oh, now <clears throat> women are going to be back in charge again. I thought it was more of a message against shallow guys, not just guys in general. I don't even think that, I mean, Ken may have seemed shallow, but there was some as deepness. As shallow as Barbie. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, they made Barbie seem very unshallow, but she, like deep. I think Ken was deeper than her. Maybe he he acted acted in a wrong way, like he went out and took over the thing. But really, he just wanted to have a relationship with Barbie. That's what he wanted. And he was searching for that and asking for that. And she was so oblivious to his pursuits that... And even at the end, she's like, eh, I think you need to find something else to go after. Which is great. I think he should. I think he totally should find someone else who would appreciate him appreciating them you know why they've never had kids because they're plastic (laughs) because kim comes in a different box no (laughs) 
<laughs> I heard that somewhere else. Okay. But. That was bad. <laughs> oh, boy. What? It's true. <laughs> well, what if your wife started saying, hey, honey, I want you to be able to wear your pants without a belt. <laughs> Maybe I think that may be like, I want your butt to be a little bit bigger. Because that's what, if you had a bigger butt, then it wouldn't fall down. Is it? I think it's your belly that pushes it down. Really? Yeah. Shut up. (laughs) All I know is that I've had to wear belts for quite a while now, so. (laughs) Whatever. What what, what do we have on Dear Bishop? Okay. Serious question. September 20th, 2023. Okay. This was the day before. In in college. Oh, was that? No, September. Is that today? Today's the 21st. That the was 21st day of September. In college, <clears throat> I took a lot of classes in poetry. Uh, sorry, and pottery. And still... <laughs> I got that right. <laughs> Maybe I should read these beforehand. Uh, all right. I took a lot of classes in pottery and still do, do it on the side a couple of times a month. So I'm still pretty good at it. Cool. Last week, my husband's work had a team building exercise where spouses were invited we painted mugs at pottery barn i'm not usually a show-off but i took a lot of time making a detailed painting of a still life flowers of flowers and bees and beautiful nature's scenes since the painting doesn't show up until after you fire it no one saw anyone else's work after the activity, my husband's boss suggested that we have a contest. Whoever had the best piece, piece gets the grand prize of $300. The problem Woo-hoo. is we won the potato sack race in 2021 and the best chili in 2022. <laughs> if I thought it was a contest, I would have intentionally lost. They picked up the pieces on Monday and judged them. How do we gracefully win this while keeping a job and staying friends with coworkers? <laughs> Hold on. So this is this coming Monday. Yeah. This is this coming Monday. She, she sounds really confident that she's going to win. And no. from her story, she's probably right. Uh, I don't know. How can... It, it's this, The problem is, is that they're just too good. This she is what you husband. need to do. You need to get a nice cult membership for your boss. Oh, that and bring it. it, and when you get the mug and say, "Oh, and for giving me this, you get to be part of the nice cult," <laughs> and it just like it might blow them away. I don't know. Who, who's to say who's judging this? Is it the boss judging it? Well, I don't know. No, no, I'm saying you're, you're, you're confident enough that you're yeah. going to win. That's fine with me. I believe it. Yeah, I, I totally yeah. believe it. There's nothing wrong with winning. There isn't. There isn't. And remember, this is like a once a year thing. This is not a daily win. But it's yeah. every year they win. But uh, some people like continuity, Nathan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with this. Nope. Uh, but you can always, as far as winning gracefully, I think I you like take the, the money idea. and you just say, losers, <laughs> and you just walk away. <laughs> I think I would laugh if I were in the audience on that one. (laughs) You guys need to stop making contests that we're so good at. Uh, I think that might make them more upset. <laughs> I don't know. I think you suggest next year, then something else you're good at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just do that. Say, and next year, uh, I've been working on this, so next contest, let's make sure that that's okay, it. Okay, just a second. So... This is a female problem. No male is ever going to have a problem with winning year after year. No. 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 Yeah, I think you're right. Me, none of us. None no, of us would no. have that problem. No, oh, you're right. No, no. That is a, so if Barbie brought this up, if, if Barbie, Barbie had said, and the problem is we can't win three years in a row, and uh-huh. then then uh, I wouldn't have a problem with that because I'd understand, you know what, that's a female problem completely. Or or a ne- supposedly or a Navajo it? problem. Is it? Yeah, you're a, a, supposedly in the Navajo culture, you're not supposed to be too good at things. So people who are too good at certain things, they they'll stop doing it. Huh. So yeah, supposedly really? yeah. That's a really almost a bad quality to to. Yeah, that, uh, that's to like because because you don't progress. Y- yeah, we're here to to push excellence. So we don't, no, 
Yeah. We oh, venerate yeah. excellence here as yeah. a society. Yeah. I mean, you know, our sports heroes and stuff like that, the best of the best. Yeah. Where I was talking about the goat and not the The greatest the of animal, all time. But yeah, the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh yeah. It's no wonder that Native American music isn't very good. This is a <laughs> well, <laughs> <it's hell. laughs> I say that as a former Native American. <laughs> Not that you were a Native American. I, did. I think you probably still are. I probably am. I apologize to all Native Americans out there. I, your music is great. I just okay. saw a joke. I saw the joke. My <laughs> uh, just go up and accept it and thank them. You you were the best. Yeah. Own it. You shouldn't apologize for doing something well. Yeah, and, now for, if, and for loving what you're doing. It's something that you really love. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why you shouldn't. Dear Bishop, I brought a casserole <laughs> to a funeral at church. I was in a hurry when I made it and didn't even taste it. Turns out it was the worst thing I'd ever made. And I was too embarrassed to pick up my dish. <laughs> the next Sunday in Relief Society, the dish was clean and sitting on the table in front of everyone. They asked who the dish belonged to, and I didn't admit to it. <laughs> Normally, I would be okay to let the dish go to save myself the embarrassment. The thing is, it belonged to my mother, and I want it back. How do I save face and keep my precious Tupperware? Signed, an awful cook in American Fork. Oh, oh. someone local. Okay. <laughs> you just wait for it to get into the lost and found, uh, and then you, you take it from there. Someone's there gonna take go. it home. If it's a special dish, this is what I always say in these circumstances. Mm-hmm. Hey, you need to just go up and be like, listen, everyone, I was so ashamed with my dish. I didn't even taste it. I was in a hurry, and I feel so bad. <laughs> I think that all the ladies will understand that, and they will they will laugh. And I think that you'll you'll win wins their hearts actually. I think you even say just so no one says anything to you. Say that was my mother's recipe. <laughs> I think them like no one would dare say anything bad about it. Like my mother no, no. died, and I was able to find, I was able to get the recipe before she died, and now and I made it for you guys. It's like lean into it. No, no, that just makes them feel guilty. Yeah. If you make it into a funny moment, they'll all laugh with you. I come on, ladies are. I think that they're more understanding than men actually with that kind of stuff. At least I feel like they are. Yeah. Yeah, especially I, I, with that. And, and even if you don't want to, uh, if you don't want to do casseroles anymore and have to do that, then this could be your out, your out opportunity. So they won't ask you anymore. Or you could just let them know that I was in such a hurry and I didn't even taste it. And I realized how bad it was later. That way it brings it out in the open. They're not talking about you behind your back and be like, oh, man, I wonder why she did that. I wonder why she just went up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You just you let them know. There's no question, and they can giggle with you about it, and they can laugh, and and uh, and they can definitely uh, identify with that because you let them know what's going on in your mind. I, I realize you would say that. I would probably say that, too. I laugh. But remember, we're just blurting out our horrible secrets on a podcast to whoever wants to listen. Not everyone's like us, you know? If you're sharing as if you have no shame, that's a different thing. If you're sharing it, I totally felt bad. They will identify with that. I don't know why yeah. Thor's arguing with this one. I'm I, right on this one. Yeah. I, I have never been more right in the bishop. In fact, I think I should be promoted to cardinal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cardinal Gunner. <laughs> No, I'm definitely not a guard. No. Okay, so you've talked me into it. And you need to hide yourself in a nice cold blanket. <laughs> okay, there, there, there's the traditional response. <laughs> what was our question last week? What is your shame crush? That frog girl in the Hero Academy anime. Look it up. Okay, yeah, we're going to look this up. We're going to give is you... Hero Academy or Hero Academia? Oh, Academia. She's pretty cute. Is she? I mean, for a... For a frog girl? For a frog oh, girl. Oh, she's got big tongue. Okay. Hello. <laughs> big eyes, too. Shaming? Okay. Is that shaming? <laughs> How can, she's a cartoon. 
cartoon. How can I not shame her? I can shame her if I want to. That's a, that's a cute photo. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Uh, okay. We, have, say, a, we I, have a common theme right under, here. Understandable. Our, our next one is Asuna Yuki from Sword Art Online. So another Can anime. Spell it. We're gonna give. We're gonna Total judge it. Total babe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, no. She's. There's no shame. There's no shame in that. Except Listen, it's an anime. Sort of, you know? yeah. There is always shame. <laughs> With the anime, okay. okay Sorry, like I'm not gonna deny that she doesn't have an appeal to her, but she doesn't. Have no a matter what, tongue. you should. Yeah, you should yeah. still feel ashamed for being attracted to the anime girl, just like Nathan is ashamed for Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> Actually, I didn't like Jessica Rabbit as much as Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. Yeah, no. that's true. Okay, here's another one. I like the animal magnetism of Jeff Goldblum. That is a total heartthrob. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is so hot. Okay. There's nothing yes. wrong with that. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Come on, okay? I'm going to say that there's no, no shame in that. Nothing good in, like, the fly. Also, don't judge me, but the Jewish girl inside me likes Larry David. Okay, that's where you're going. <laughs> I don't know about that. that. No. That's so you, you went down. <laughs> I don't know who Larry David is. Think of Bernie Sanders. He looks okay. just like Bernie Sanders. Okay, there okay. you have it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay, here's Larry David. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, Thor, awesome. you're doing great. Uh, I, I yeah, Bernie, that's a good shame one right there. Um, I will never apologize for having a crush on Johnny Bravo. No matter how much you mock me. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Bravo. Bravo. Okay. <laughs> Johnny, who's Johnny Bravo? He, it's a cartoon. It's yeah, like he, a big muscle-bound guy with little tiny feet. And like, he has mm-hmm. big hair. Yeah, he's like, mm-hmm. He sounds like, like Elvis. orange, spiky hair? Right. We're gonna, he gonna, sounds like Elvis. I'm going to show you here. This guy. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, that's awesome. I'm with Nathan. When Bugs Bunny dresses up as a female bunny, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm telling you, I think it's kind of hot. Do I need to tell the bishop my, of my sins? Will Ronaldo judge harshly? Harshly, uh, Ronaldo's probably less for is more forgiving than Bishop is. The bishop. Yes, I think so. <laughs> Bugs, Bunny. Bugs Bunny, totally. I don't understand she, that. Uh, or he cross dresses really well. He does. But does that make you like a like trans if you're a, if you are attracted to a um, female bunny cross dresser? No, it's the dress. I'm I, I'm yeah, the dress. no. I think it, that's just like saying, hey, if you thought someone was a woman and. Uh, and it turned out that it was a man, and you were attracted to them. And so far this season, no one's requested anyone to be put into the Magisterium Collecti. Oh. So I still have one that's a shoe in. I haven't said it yet. Okay. Said it out loud. All right. All right. That's fine. I'm saving it. Welcome to another episode of Mom, I Joined a Cult. The only podcast about cults by an actual cult. Listen as we examine other cults, discuss what they did right and what they did wrong, and then build our own cult from the ground up. And now your hosts, Gunner, Nathan, and Thor. Okay, Nathan, what do you have for us today? I'm telling you guys, this cult does have it all. Okay. Because this one has sleight of hand, it has murder... And it comes from Indonesia, which is our... Indonesia? Yeah, it's a new spot. But we does have it a, have goats? No. Okay. So I guess it doesn't have all. Right. <clears throat> but it does come from Indonesia. That's awesome. So, yeah, I was just looking around, and I know we haven't done too many from East Asia, so I think it's it's time. Yeah. Um, so, this one is... And it's kind of disorganized here, because I, I actually wrote this, like I did all the study studying for it for like two weeks ago and then i washed my pants that had all the all my notes in it and so i'm recreating it so anyway (laughs) um this is um there's a guy named tot um prebody which means obedient person what year are we in? This he was born in 1970. Okay. Um, Tot was the so he's one year older than I am. One year. Fifth. I was born in 70, so yeah, same yeah. age. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he was born in April of. So one year 
basically mm-hmm. a year older than you. Yeah. Yeah. He's the fifth of six kids, and he went to a Muslim school. It wasn't as common as the other school, so it was kind of a little bit separate from his friends. Uh, taught it means obedient person. He um, started this church in 2000, and he had told people that he, well, he was went to this uh, outside school that they taught him. He learned from the masters healing and to pro- how to produce. Oh, he was interested in in mysticism, and when he went into town as part of his job that he had, uh, he would stay a few extra days every time he went into town. I think he was in, went to Jakarta, and and he said, "Well, I was being trained by the masters," and he would do things. He started doing like some magic tricks. So he was he did kind of know some sleight of hand, mm-hmm. and he would produce for money. Someone would give him a little bit of money, and he would produce a ruby, or more money, or mm-hmm. he would produce something. And his method of his method was he would just reach behind his back. And then he'd rummage around a little bit, and then he'd like, here's your uh, that's money. The, that's the magic? That's the magic, okay. So it wasn't very good. <clears throat> and some of the things, uh, he, he became more and more... Just a second. Yeah. You've heard of pulling things out of your... <laughs> out of your butt. This guy totally is. And if you see him do it... Okay, I actually, I think I have... It looks pretty, pretty corny. And so he's just sitting there, oh, and he's pull, putting his hands, and he's just pulling pulling out change from behind his back. Uh huh. And how are they not seeing that? That's not even Look at, at this. all magical. Look at how good he is, though. <laughs> no, he's not They're good. Not, that's like the worst sleight of hand I've ever seen. In Look my at how life. much money, though. Wouldn't if it. You're right. If I, I wouldn't care where the money came from. I'd be like, woohoo! I mean, they're not very sophisticated in some of the parts where where he lived. They're more sophisticated. No, no, no. Than that, that doesn't Come take on. sophistication. Like I am a stupid person. Look at that. He's still doing see. it. This is. This no, amazing. this is. It's a repeat. Oh, is it's it? On oh, repeat. Yeah. yeah. I can watch this for hours. Just <laughs> <laughs> <Nathan, laughs> twenty Nathan seconds. watching like twenty seconds for hours. <laughs> oh man, he's still pulling money out. <laughs> doing this for days. <laughs> this magic show was so. Good. Okay, some of the things that he produced. Oh gosh, you guys are gonna laugh at this. So he's produced not only small change and rubies, but grapes, (laughs) (laughs) apples, noodles. I'm not kidding. Meatballs, (laughs) soup in a in a bag. Oh, no. And a a plastic bag of other food. Uh Okay. Okay. Soup in a bag. Soup in a bag. (laughs) Tell me you wouldn't trust soup in a bag if it was was your religious leader that produced it. From behind. From behind his back. His back, yeah. You just reach back there, grab a soup in a bag or some grapes, (laughs) meatballs. All right. so, um, So what he would do is he would promise to... To give you twice the amount of money, if you gave him some money and you donated it, uh-huh. so it cost money. Um, so he, his first scam was not scam. His first miracle was if you bought some of this holy oil from him, it was really expensive, and you are a member of the cult, which also was expensive, um, and you made a donation, he would double your money. Okay. So basically, he's getting some of your money from the oil, some of your money from the cult membership and then doubling your money. And it was kind of like a pyramid scheme that he had mm-hmm. where he would produce money for some people and some people had to wait. And it was the, he was saying it's the Lord that's making you wait. He also produced forged bills. They found out later fake gold uh-huh. and the rubies were hundred percent fake. Yeah. Just glass. Uh, um, yeah. But he had at the height of his popularity, 23,000 followers. Wow. He started off with just two acres that his father-in-law gave him, and he he was married. And he started building on that, and people would camp out on his land and in hopes that he would get money. And then they would go out and work and then give him any amount of money. Then sometimes he would come over to your tent or to you and then just give you, like, bless you with 
a bunch of money, mm-hmm. but it really was him taking from one person and then from this person, giving it to that person. Robbing from Peter to pay Paul kind yeah. of thing. And it didn't catch up for a long time. So he started in 2000 and it was 16 years later oh, that wow. it finally came to, came to a head. Wow. He started off with one wife. He eventually he had two more, which isn't very common. Is it, is it common there? Oh, it's, it's not, not common. But it's not. But, but Islam, it's not, it's, but it's okay, right? Yeah, in Islam, it's okay. Yeah, I, I I think it's okay. It's just not. It's not okay all the time. It depends on which sect. There's a lot of sects of of, of Islam. Yeah, you're That's probably not, right, and is and probably is frowned upon now anyway. So yeah, um, he amassed a thirty-eight an estate worth thirty-eight million dollars. That's, That's amazing. A, Indonesia with yeah, so many in poor people. Yeah. This is the worst part of the scam. He would give you a box, a carved box or a suitcase. And he'd say, your money. So he would give him money and then he would give you a suitcase. And he goes, mm-hmm. you are not to open it until I say. And if you open it beforehand, the money will disappear. Mm-hmm. And then you would have the suitcase or a carved box with a lock on it. And you were not able to open it until later. And then when, when basically when he had money, mm-hmm. he'd get the, get the suitcase and give you the money. So it was kind of to tide people over. It was one of the things that he did. Eventually he had 14 acres of, and he had palaces, mosques, and a campground for his believers. It was, was he still practicing uh, Islam? I, I think it was his own kind of religion. I think it was maybe Islam adjacent. What else was involved in that besides just, you know, the the money scheme? It was almost all money. He didn't have, like, extra... It was, like, he'd teach you to be, like, a good person, but he'd also teach you, like, you can do what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to teach you how to do it. And he really never did mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. He would just tell people they needed to have the faith. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it wasn't a lot of control that way, but it was control, money control and information control mm-hmm. that he had. Um, but eventually things, like just like this, uh, yeah, like that. you would su- suspect, eventually the house of cards collapses on itself. It's amazing how and, long that lasted. Yeah. Wow. And was he, uh, did he go underneath trial? What, what so what happened? what happened was he, because I said there was, being, there was murder involved. Oh. So he had people who were also collectors um, from his congregation. He picked a couple of the people and they would go out. And if you joined the cult and you say, well, I don't have all the money right now, then they would come looking for it. And his str- strong men or his high priests would go around and make shake people up for money. But that isn't very faith promoting. And so weird that way. Yeah. And so they eventually two of his collectors were started doubting him. I'm like, hold on, you're not you're giving some money, but it looks like you're giving away a little bit less money than you're getting. Mm-hmm. And he was claiming that he was he could double your money or sometimes a hundred times your money mm-hmm. to some people. And he would take a lot of people, like politicians, um, movie actors, TV personalities, local local celebrities would come and take pictures with him. So he actually had some clout from from these people. Uh, but his debt collectors started questioning him. And so he had a couple of other of his debt collectors beat mur- up, the beat up actually murder them. Murder. Oh, okay. The, one of them, they broke his legs and arms and stuffed him in a bucket or a barrel and then put him in a lake. So pretty harsh. The other one was just shot a bunch of times. When that happened, within a few days, they started questioning. And it was seven members of his, seven people that uh, that were his debt collectors were charged with the murder. With the murder. With, with these two murders. But they all had the same story that that it really was, um, what's his name? Demos or a tot. Pre-body. And he actually went by another name. He's uh, Dimas Kanjing, which means His Excellency. Did I say that right? His Excellency and then Little Brother. So it's like, oh, that excellent little brother. Like he's kind of a term of endearment, but that's what he went by. And uh, so he, they, it went to trial. They got 
all seven of them were convicted, but he was convicted as well. And they were asking for a life sentence. And he only got, because he was not the one who did the murder. Mm -hmm. He got 18 years. And then they gave him two more years for like pulling the wool over people's eye, people's eyes and being whatever so that's 20 called. 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. And, but he could get out in 10 for okay, so. murdering two people and stealing 38, was it $38 million? 30, yeah, $38 million from these people. That's, that's a lot of money. It, he I, he might have paid some people off there. Yeah. At least in the United States, the person who commands the murderer is, is the get, same thing. Is the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, like I, I think uh, it was almost the same thing. Like Marilyn Manson... No, Man, no, Charles Manson. Charles, Charles Manson, Manson was the singer. Okay, you're uh, right. You're right. <laughs> Charles uh, Manson. Wow. Well, it sounds right. He got he got more years than his followers, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Because he was like their the mastermind. The mastermind. Kind of thing. So this guy really he was didn't actually have the knife to kill him. So. Yeah, he did actually. He did go in, didn't he? He went in, but he. They, I think they were already dead, and he helped. He on the regular. I think it, it was on the second the time. The second he went murders. In. The yeah. The Bianco murders, I think. Yeah, he went in and he, yeah, he did that. But he wasn't the guy on the first murders. So <laughs> anyway, but he still has a group of followers. So he's in jail for at least ten years. Yeah. So they're, they're waiting for the. They're money. waiting for him. They're on sitting his in land. front of their their suitcase, kind of be like, "Come on, <laughs> come on." <laughs> How mad would you be if your kid opened the suitcase? You're like, "Damn it!" <laughs> There <laughs> was. It could have been thousands of dollars. Oh, that would be that would be bad. So, what do you guys think? Is this, is this a cult? Yeah, this is a short one. No, it's yeah, a it's no, a cult. It's, of course, it's, it's, a, cult. it's a cult. Yeah, definitely because he had followers. He had people that he commanded to kill some other people, and yeah, and they did it, and they did it. Twenty-three thousand. Twenty-three thousand followers. He still has people, thousands. people giving everything they have to him, and selling just, their house. Yeah, and yeah. so yeah, there's it's a complete cult. I wonder what's going to happen when he gets out. He better find a way to produce some money. I would raid everyone's boxes. <laughs> <laughs> if you take their boxes, they're like, oh, your box is opened. Oh, no, I didn't do it. Someone else did it, but sorry. Now you, now you don't get any money. The good, the bad, and the culty. Now we discuss what this week's cult did right and where they got it all wrong. So good, you, the bad, and the ugly? Yeah. Or culty? The culty. Well, let's see, the good. I, I wanted to say magic, but his magic was so bad. His <laughs> yeah, hand was so bad that it's not even a... It's, it's not on the list. That was bad magic. Um, <laughs> that was bad. He actually... I didn't tell you about this, but he supposedly learned this from a, a master, mm -hmm. and he used the same jacket. He was wearing the, wearing the same jacket as his master did. His uh -huh. master would do the same trick. And that's what he, where he learned it from. And so I wonder if it had like a secret compartment in it or something. It doesn't matter what it had. It was <laughs> obvious bad. what was happening. It's almost like... <laughs> you could see... I, I mean, it's like when you're when you're doing sleight of hand, it's, it's all of a sudden it's there. It's not I'm reaching behind and pulling out and bringing... It's like... You know, it's like me showing cards coming out of my pocket. We know where they're coming from rather than them all of a sudden appearing in your hand. Yeah, I love good sleight of hand. In fact, yeah. that's my favorite kind of magic. Yeah. I'm because, I mean, when you're sticking things in boxes and stuff like that, it's like it's like the trick. But but the sleight of hand takes so, true skill. Yeah, it takes right. a lot of time. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, so, in practice. So, I'm, But, yeah, that's not good sleight of hand. Okay, so the good. Ben, uh, uh, what is it, the Stellar and what's her name? With the, the Penn and Teller. Guys? Yeah, Penn and Teller. They would not have been impressed no, with that. No, they would have. <laughs> he would have uh, he, he not been called back. <laughs> no, they would have said, yes, we know how you do that trick. <laughs> <laughs> we are not even going to tell you. We know how you're doing that. <laughs> Anything else good? I think the suitcase thing, where it's like, oh, you get the money's all in the suitcase. Don't open it until it later. makes me think of the game show. You know, it's like pick the suitcase of what you think has oh, it. Yeah. Well, is it not? Who, what is that one called? Uh, deal, or no deal. deal or no deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like that. 
<laughs> so he invented In fact, no, Deal or No, no are Deal. Are you kidding? He probably got the idea from Deal oh, or No Deal. Oh, you're probably right. Okay. Deal or No Deal has been around for a while now. So, um, so how about the bad? Uh, Besides killing people. Killing to, people, obviously. I, but still, like, just... just You are living stealing. in a country that the... You know, the minimum wealth is probably like, what, 40 bucks a month or something like yeah. that. And you're taking from them. That's it feels bad. That's pretty despicable. Yeah. That really is. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, lose, using the superstition, just a basic superstition against them. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. has never been done before in any cult. No, no. no. Um, and now we take from what we learned this week and build our own cult, one belief at a time. What can we take from this into ours? Into our cult, we can take deal or deal or no deal. We, I was thinking that we can get uh, Gunner to learn a couple magic tricks. <laughs> Why me? Because you're the obvious choice. My dexterity is not as good as yours. <laughs> no, but I've never been good at magic. I think I'm the deal or no deal we do in our next live show. Okay, D- deal or no deal. <laughs> we have one we of say, these could possibly get, have in our next in our next live show. We have everybody donate, and we're going to give them <laughs> twice the back. Twice what they get back, only it's going to be in a suitcase. In a little box or something. In a box or something. And if they open it up... It's gone. <laughs> before we say... Ronaldo will take it back. Ronaldo will take it back. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Uh, it's like the... Well, anyway. Never forget that. Um, okay. So we can do something like that. Or we could just say, like, if you all give us $5, one of you is going to get $10 back. If everybody gives us five dollars, someone's going to get ten dollars. <laughs> if you that lucky person is going to get you 10. cooked maybe like a casserole for a funeral, and it wasn't that good tasting, mm-hmm. and, and we gave you good advice about it, you could donate five dollars, or, or you could buy some nice cult stuff. Yeah. Our merchandise buy, has been flying off the shelves. By buy the way. A, a nice cult coffee mug and bring it into church with you. <laughs> with <laughs> with some coffee in it. What? <laughs> that bad? Oh, man. Bad, bad advice. Bad advice? Okay. Maybe f- post them. Post them? Post them. Oh, post them is so bad. Really? Is oh, it? I like it. How come you guys like that? I, it, it, is it well, because you're elderly? You guys are no, showing your age. Like, I, I think it tastes <laughs> a lot better than that's coffee. That's question. We're not saying, we're not doing the Barbie question, if I'm crazy about that for this week. We're doing the, is post something that anyone younger than 50 year old would drink? I, I drink it. <laughs> You're young. Oh, yeah, I'm, 50. I'm over 50 now. <laughs> You're not over. I First off, I haven't heard post them for the last 25 years. How about okay. Pero? That's Pero. Oh, that's Pero right. is it's the same thing. thing. Okay, Nobody. all right. How about roasted chicory root? Yeah, yeah. That, that you, you heard Sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla. Uh, now, I it just... It, for me, it, it, it's it's bad when the coffee substitute tastes better than coffee. I've never enjoyed the taste of coffee. So. I don't like. I don't really care for it either. I yeah. like it. Yeah, I know. I know, Nathan. You're but not. I don't. I know. I don't have a compulsion to drink all the time. No, but it's good with like, just in the morning. <laughs> just yeah, just in the morning just and before morning I'm going to bed. Honestly, I'd rather have a Coke Zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I, I, I in most cases. Yeah. Did we know. did we have our story corner? I know we had a couple of stories in the beginning, but do we need another story? We might. I, yeah, I think Gunner sounds like he needs to tell a story. That's I don't think cathartic. I have one. I I did my angry rant, and that took all stories out of me. Okay. Well, let's see. I can tell the story of my first general awareness that well, life I, was weird. I thought the Thor was going to say he's first something else. <laughs> the first time I made love. <laughs> No, I'm not oh, going to tell that one. Okay. My kids are here. <laughs> but it's a funny story, too. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I want to hear it. <laughs> okay, Thor's children, you need to not listen to this one. It's bedtime. <laughs> Go to sleep. No, I'm not going to say it on here. No, Thor, I want to hear it. Okay, here's the question of the week. If we get 
30 people <laughs> saying that they want to hear Thor's story, then we will, Thor, we'll tell it. No, I won't. Yes, you will. Thor, 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 no. Thor, if you were, you know, come on, that's going to get people to, to, to write in. No, no. Yeah. I'll so Thor will, story, okay? Thor, Thor will. He'll make up a story. No, Thor will tell the story if, if, uh. 50 people. We'll make it 50. No. If 50 people write in. I, I'm I'm not like Nathan's son. It doesn't matter how many people will tell me that. I'm not going to say that over air. <laughs> it's just not going to happen, okay? Oh, well, well. But it's a funny story. But anyway, I'll tell you another story. Uh, this is one of my first memories. I was three years old, and we were living in Indiana, and we were living in some sort of tract housing. It was just all a whole bunch of houses together. And I had two friends, I, and I, when I say friends, I'm going to put it in quotes. And one day they decided to gang up on me, and so I'd stop bugging them. And they grabbed a branch, both of them together, and they were like, yeah, they were, you know, trying to hit me with it. And I was crying. I went over, uh, went home, and I was crying, and my dad came home. Uh, he was studying at the university at the time, and I explained to him, it's like, what happened? And I wanted my dad, I told him, I said, Dad, you need to go beat them <clears> up for me. And he's like, son, I, I can't do that. And I was like, why not? Dad, you solve all my problems. You go beat them up. He wouldn't do it. And it, it blew my mind, my three-year-old mind. It was like, Suddenly it was like, I thought, you know, my dad could do anything. And suddenly it's like, oh, he, he can't do anything. He, he, he's got rules or he's got things that he, he can't do. And it, it just, wow, it, it blew my little huh. poor little three-year-old mind. I, I still remember that's how powerful that was of just like totally the, my world changed. My huh. worldview totally changed. So... There it is. I, I have a I have a story from the other point of view. So I went out there and beat the kids up myself. No, yeah, no, I didn't. Okay, so, so I have one from the other point of view. Okay, mine is of the of the kids' point of view because I was that kid. You were you were the kid chasing I, with the yeah. Stick. Well, what it was was so there was a neighbor kid that would always bother me. Uh huh. And he was in my backyard. Like there, we had a long backyard, and the very back of it was a bunch of bushes and a tree, and there was a there was a couple other families that yards connected to ours, but this mm-hmm. little part where there's a little uh, river that came, not a river, but a irrigation canal that mm-hmm. almost always had water in the summer and this tree there and people would just kind of hang out. Kids would gather back there. So this kid was bothering me and I was like, leave me alone. I think his name was Chris, if I remember right. And he wouldn't. And I'm just playing around with stuff and I was hitting a log against a tree to try to break it. And it flipped off, and it hit this kid right in the forehead. I was probably 10. <laughs> and it, I'm not kidding. Knocked him out. Oh, my. And so, I, but I didn't know exactly what happened. I was just like, what do I do? I can't explain what I did. I was, I had, I was just automatically guilty, so I just ran home mm-hmm. and hid, thinking I may have killed this kid. And then I kind of forgot about it. I was playing. And then, so it, it was in the back of my mind, but I'm like sh- shutting it out, like totally parti- partitioned my mind. Like, oh, I may have killed a kid, but I'm playing G.I. Joe or whatever. <laughs> and when it was dinner time, this, his mom walks up to our front door and then him and then his father walked to our front door and knocked on the door. And I'm like, oh crap, what's going on? And he had to get stitches in his, in his head and he it did knock him out and they wanted us to pay for it and stuff. But that was a story when I thought I may have killed a kid at <laughs> 10 years old and didn't do anything about it. You just ran off. Like, I just oh, ran well. off. <laughs> oh, anyway. boy. Did we do too many stories? I don't know. I want Sharon. Oh, no. Oh, no wait. Gunner, hold Gunner, on, Gunner. Gunner, go ahead. Okay. Well, no, I mean, I always, I always tell stories. But let's... Oh, right. I'll tell one. No. <laughs> I just want you to know that I can hear your crunching on the podcast, you guys. Both of you. I've been being very strategic. I'm not eating out loud. You know when you're like, no, that's not making any noise. The last time you were saying that, that's not making any noise. I like had to take out so much and it was still 
apparent. I, I mean, they can hear this. Yeah. <laughs> during the first, during the. But it's just water. <laughs> I've only eaten this during story time. Okay. <laughs> the cookie during story time. We're, in fact, you're welcome to get cookies too during story. In time. fact, pause right now. Let's have you go and grab yourself a cookie and some milk. Make it warm milk. Ooh, who drinks warm milk? That's mm-hmm. disgusting. Maybe people who drink warm beer. It's like going and drinking out of a cow's teat. Have you guys done that? No. I have. I guess that's the story that we're going to share. <laughs> Tell us all about this. <laughs> all right. Now, did you squirt it or did you actually nuzzle up? I nuzzled up. You did not. <laughs> I totally did. <laughs> so, my friend has a cow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas. I was 17. Okay. <laughs> okay, 17. My friend has a cow and we go he goes out and he's he has like a a machine that hooks right under the nipples and pulls pulls all the the juice out of the cow. Yeah. The cow juice. And uh and as he's doing I'm like I want I want to try to see what cow's milk tastes like straight out. He's like, "Okay, yeah." So he cleans it off with a with a washcloth or whatever, and mm-hmm. I just I go in and I I suck. And it was like it was so gross. Okay? Cuz it was like this this cuz it comes out creamy. Uh-huh. It comes out super creamy. I'm sure it was lumpy. a jersey. No, no, like no lumpy. I'm not sure what type of cow it was, but mm-hmm. anyway, it's like comes out and just like my whole mouth filled with cream and it was just not it was warm. Yeah, and it's warm. And it was not, yeah, it was not good. Some people love warm milk, but I, I couldn't handle it. And it's not pasteurized. There was, it was, it was raw. Mm-hmm. And so, straight from the teat. Straight from the teat, sucked on. You just like saying the word <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just didn't take your hand and squirt some into your mouth. <laughs> no, I wanted the full experience. Okay. You wanted the calf experience. Yeah. And I had it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well. Huh? There you go. I guess that's my story. I'll share, okay, that's I'll share story. a different story next some other time. Okay, that's a good one. But on this safe, same farm, this little farm or whatever, I call it a farm, a uh, small goat that was had its head stuck in the fence, and I was helping helping get it out. And the baby, its baby, so it was a mama goat, the baby goat had one horn. I don't know what happened to the other horn, but it only had one horn. And it, uh, while I was pulling the head out, it got angry, ran around, and jumped up and hit me in my my face with the horn, what? and actually put a hole in my cheek. <laughs> <laughs> so I have this scar on my cheek. It's covered by my beard right now, yeah. but I have this scar on my cheek huh. from a goat. How old were you when that happened? Seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Seventeen was a good age. That sounds like a fun farm there. We hope you had fun with us as we explored this week's cult. Join our adventure next week as we continue to build our cult one belief at a time. Until then, if you're going to join a cult, join the nice cult.